It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined once again by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Feels great to be back. It's great to have you back, Ryan. And this week we are going to talk Iron Fist, the latest Marvel Netflix program. Uh, came out last month. We gave everybody plenty of time, including ourselves, to watch it. And we will uh, break it all down in great detail coming up. Uh, I will say this, uh, like we do with movies and TV seasons, We will start out spoiler-free, so if you have not watched it, you can still listen to uh, This Week in Hashtag Dork, followed by the beginning of that, and then if you don't want to hear the spoilers portion, you can skip on way ahead to the the rest of the program, but uh, yeah, Iron Fist. And then next week, I know a lot of people want us to talk Legion, we will do Legion, the uh, Alertis' great program on FX, we will do that next week. So this week, Iron Fist, next week, Legion, does that make sense? That makes sense to me. Perfect sense to me. This week in the yeah. All right, this week in Hashtag Dork, Ryan. How about Rick and Morty Season 3, Episode 1? They ran it on Saturday night. They had about three hours or so where they just ran it back to back to back to back because they've been very aloof as far as when Rick and Morty is going to return. For those who don't know, it's an Adult Swim Cartoon Network program. It's got like a cult following. It's very, very good. Like if you're not watching Rick and Morty, you should go check it out. It is tremendous. Uh, And so they've been teasing for a while when season three was going to start. And if you're following them on Twitter at all, they're always saying stuff like, when's Game of Thrones coming back on? That's taking forever. Like they're pretty funny on Twitter too. And it was kind of fitting that on April Fool's Day, they they released some of the episodes because I saw people tweeting about it and everyone's like, well, this is obviously a joke. Uh, and it wasn't. I flipped over there and I, I saw the first episode. And you know what's funny is people told me that was going on and I was I was actually, uh, I was working all Saturday night, so I didn't see it. Oh. But I know, I know, which is really bad because I'm a big Rick and Morty fan. Um, my wife is not. No. She does not like when I watch Rick and Morty and giggle. It's in bed so- when I watch it on Hulu or whatever, <laughs> and she's just like not having it, and she's trying to go to sleep, and I'm giggling like an idiot. I love Rick so, and Morty. It's so good. Um, I haven't seen, but I, I, I'm like you said, it's all over Twitter, it's everywhere. So I got to watch this episode tonight. And but the, correct me if I'm wrong, but the season itself doesn't start like, for like months, right? I think they said the summer, whatever that means. Yeah. Everybody people have a loose uh, trans translation of the summer, so it could be early, could be late, whatever. But uh, episode one off and running. I think it might still be streaming, but only for a short time. So I can find it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch it. it'll, find it. it'll be there. So anyway, we recommend that. How about this news that came out within the last week? Joss Whedon, I know your your wife's personal favorite. Yep, uh, is plans to write, direct, and produce a Batgirl movie. Which is interesting um, because I, I brought this up to my wife when we we tweeted it out or something like that, and or uh, someone tweeted it at us or whatever, and I was like, you know, oh, like. You know, I can't believe it. Like he's switching, you know, from DC to from Marvel to DC, and yada yada. yada. My wife's like, "Wow, he must have a thing for redheads, huh?" Because <laughs> I, I totally forgot that he said the only way he would come back to Marvel and to direct is to direct a standalone Black Widow. Right. And, and now he's doing a Batgirl. Interesting. Although they Both could redheads. They, yeah, they are. I mean, they could change that up. They could really cast anybody. To be right. back he himself is a he himself is a redhead, so I thought that was you know. Well, maybe it's it's looking out for your own that kind of thing. Maybe. Make sure they get yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Now I, you could go you could go Sarah Michelle Geller, go like a real old like an older Batgirl. So I was talking to my wife about this actually, and she was saying she was telling me who'd you cast? For those of, for those of you Whedon fans out, yeah. that Sarah Michelle SMG and uh, that's Sarah Michelle Geller. I got it. The lay person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Joss didn't really get along. Oh, and, his, and his favorite was actually Allison Hannigan, who no is a redhead. No, I, well, I know that, but she'd be a terrible Batgirl. No, but I'm just saying that, like, isn't it funny that like he didn't really have the best relationship with Sarah Michelle? Well, you're just connected the redheaded dots here. Is all you're no, doing? No, I'm just it's, it's all redheads. I'm it's all coming back redhead. Yeah, no, that's true. But I would go. I don't know. I would probably be some. I'd go maybe with an unknown as Batgirl. Yeah, well, it depends on what we're doing. I mean, it depends on how it's written. If it's an origin story. 
you know, maybe, or maybe we come in, you know, in the middle, and she's, you know, she's a practiced Batgirl at some point. You I'll know tell what you mean? what, it better not be like the animated, the Killing Joke, where she makes sweet love to Batman. That's just creepy. <laughs> that's the worst. They they can't yeah. do that. That's that's. Um, what was I going to say? I, Joss Whedon, redheads. Joss Whedon, redheads. Yeah, yeah. Batgirl. Red, back. You threw me with the the animated love tryst between like father and daughter, like that bit, bit incestuous. Yeah, that, I, I I hated that. But that'll be that'll yeah. be interesting. And that that's one too. Where if you have any ideas, uh, tweet us at Dork Podcast or shoot us an email, dorkpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, who should play Batgirl? I think that's an interesting question. That is an interesting question. How about uh, Brockmire is going to be an IFC show. It might be debuting this week. I think they might have an episode available online. I've not watched it yet, but this, of course, Hank Azaria played a baseball play-by-play man, and it was a funnier die skit like a handful of years ago. And actually on the episode that I did with Hardy, uh, he had not heard it, so we played the whole thing probably copyright infringement i'm not sure but we played the whole thing and we reacted to it on the podcast it's hysterical like it's it's they, they set it up it's almost like a like a like a 30 for 30 mini with dan patrick joe buck rich eisen talking about hank azaria as jim brockmeyer and so they're taking that five minute like skit into a sitcom and so i am really excited to see how this turns out. I, I think it should be tremendous, but you never, with something like this, you really, you have no idea. Yeah. And with Hank Azaria, I mean, the guy's such a character. Yeah, he is. That, and I would like to see him go a little bit blue though. You know, I'd like to see him kind of go off the rails, you know, and drink I, a little bit. I think you know. he's going to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that is definitely what we're in line for. There's already like a, a trailer for it, which look good, but I mean, Anything can look good in a trailer. We can make a dork trailer look good. So yeah, absolutely. It, it doesn't really matter. Would, no, what do you mean we could make it look good? It would be phenomenal. It would be phenomenal. How's, are you still doing your vlog? Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, it's not it's not anything exciting right now, but it's it's um it's up there. It's working. Right. Well, yeah. the plan is uh, after we dominated Northeast Comic Con, the other cons coming up. There is Comic Con with N-N. with yep. two N's in Connecticut that Davey and I plan on going to. Uh, I haven't heard back from them yet. And then also Boston Comic Con, which is in August, which is going to be we got we got electric. Rip, yeah, we got to blow the nips off of that place too. Yep, if we can. Uh, speaking of trailers, though, we were just talking about trailers in a roundabout way. Did you see the It trailer? I don't want to talk about it. Scary. I don't like it. Scary AF, as the kids say. And it wasn't. And it wasn't so much the clown. We knew the clown was coming. And the I clown, hate the clown. Scary enough. It was a big part. Big for me. A big part of it was the clown. The big part was the kid, the little kid screaming at his brother. Uh, yeah. You so too. Like screaming. I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. I'm out. No, thank you. I'm out. No, no thank. No, thank you now. Uh, how about this? There was a teaser that just came out today. The Defenders, it was like less than 20 seconds. It was on an elevator. We tweeted it out. Apparently, the link I first tweeted out, they removed, and then they, they put out another one later on. I was like, okay, fine. Uh, but it's Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and Iron Fist, the four of them standing in an elevator. Then uh, the security camera, Jessica Jones turns to and like destroys the security camera. And then at one point the time reads like eight eighteen, and then there's like a seconds ticking, and then yeah, then seventeen, and then it was yeah. also revealed later on. People put that together pretty quickly that August eighteenth, the Defenders uh, will be available on Netflix, and they're only doing eight episodes there instead of the thirteen like we had with all the other ones so far. Which is which is blows my mind. I'm not gonna okay. Okay, all right, you're getting you're okay. Yeah, you're running right, a little right, hot right. so far here. We're all gonna right. ease into that with Iron Fist. Chili's running a little hot tonight, Richard. That's okay. That's good. I like a, I like a nice hot chili. Yeah. The other news as it relates to that same world, Jessica Jones Season 2 has begun filming. Which is, which is great. I'm really excited about that. I'm pumped about Jessica Jones. Yeah. Are you ready? For, Jessica Jones. Are you ready for uh, your segment of the program, which you carry? Hit me, baby. It's time for Davey's video game Even if it takes more than a minute. You gotta absolutely love Marcus from the Boxers podcast, who we didn't even reach out to. We simply just said on last week's episode that Davey needs a video game minute intro, and we sort of said what we kind of wanted it to sound like. And I think before before we even uploaded the podcast, he emailed us an open. So that is it was, it was something like it was something ridiculous, like eight hours. 
It was so it was so quickly. So not only did he listen to the podcast, which we appreciate, but he then t- turned it around and made that. Yes. So that it so, sounds phenomenal. And I it's love like it. exactly what I wanted. That is exactly uh, so. That is tremendous. That is now going to be a a staple here uh, on the podcast. So Davies video game minute. And uh, so here we go with the video game minute. I'm yes. going to start with Balls Deep first. Um, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. We're not going to yeah. ease into it, huh? <laughs> no, we're not going to ease into it. Jesus. Here we go. Hang on, so, your hats. Uh, MLB The Show is solid if you're a PlayStation 4 person. Um, and one of the things that I found the most intriguing is not only the customization and all the cool things you can do, but they have, get this, Richard, It's uh, since Ken Griffey Jr. graces the cover. Yes. They have a classic mode. I like where it's, the sound where of this. It's basically like RBI baseball, where you like the pitcher only moves like left and right. Oh, that's cool. And you can like, you know what I mean? So, yep, so yep. They have like, and it's super fun. And you know, like even for the casual baseball fan, I mean, this is you can find something cool about this. That's that's cool. Um, yeah, it's really cool. And uh, Ken Griffey Jr. still is completely OP, where to the point where you can't even use him. <laughs> what was the longest home run you hit with Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. baseball? Oh my god. It was like 700 feet or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's just – I don't think it's landed yet. Like, people talk about Bo Jackson being, like, the most – like or Michael Vick being, like, the most ridiculous, you know, football players ever. Like, yeah. Un- unhittable. Yeah. Like, Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Jr. baseball. I will put that against anybody. Yeah, you're He's right. The most, like, overpowered character in any game. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Bo Jackson in – Even in Tech – even right? in Super Tech – yeah, Tech was Super Bowl. Even that, I think – yeah, I think I think Griffey was better. Yeah, he was like more. He was more unfair. Yeah, you remember he had like the huge, like the like the huge circle for like the yeah. strike zone. Like you, you, he couldn't not hit it. Yeah, it was like the, yeah. the whole thing was a hot zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah ridiculous. He, he was the man. So one of the other things that came out this week that I'm actually got my eye on um, is the game that critics loved, developers loved, everyone loved this game except not a lot of people played it. They actually remastered a game called Bulletstorm, um, which I played and actually really liked it. Um, Cliff Blazinski, who did all the Gears of War Ooh, uh, yeah. games, he made it's a first-person shooter, but he actually left Epic Games and went to another company and made Bulletstorm. Okay, and it's actually really good, but nobody really played it when it came out. All right, so sales-wise, it was a little bad, but yeah. That might be worth another look. I haven't looked at the price point yet, but if it's under, I mean, if it's sixty bucks, I'm not going to buy it. But if it's you know forty, I might look at it. So what is it like? Is it like Gears of War, or is it? it... So picture it like it's a first person shooter. Okay. Where you actually that's like just balls to the wall, like a Doom. It's called uh, Bullet Storm. So yeah, you, you right. Figure it, you know what I mean? <laughs> I got an idea of it. Yeah. And uh, but there's like puzzles and stuff in it too. Oh, okay. It's like a little so bit of actually, a thinker. It, it, yeah, it's a little bit of a thinker, but okay. you know, it's it's actually really fast paced, really fun. It doesn't really feel repetitive. It never really felt repetitive. Because you know what I like? Yeah. I like I like somebody who has brains and bronze. Well, you're talking to the right guy. <laughs> yes, that's why I have you on every week. Uh, so that's <laughs> no, that's great. So that's yeah. so that's a uh, bullet storm. All right. Something and the biggest no, and my last point, the biggest yeah. uh, since this is only a minute. You know, the, sometimes the it's news, more than a minute. Yeah, sometimes it's more than a minute. Right, right. As the song tells you, correct. Um, the biggest uh, thing that happened uh, this week is that, or since I've been on, is the Destiny 2 trailer came out. Yes. Which is a huge, huge deal for the gaming world, obviously. And what I'm gathering from this is it looks like they're taking everything good about the game and then they're, and, and finally just making it fun to play. Yep. At least that's what we saw. I mean, at some point, the original Destiny, and I'm going to take some heat for this, I know. I, I liked it. It was really fun to play, but at some point, it didn't. It wasn't fun anymore. Ooh, you know what I mean? Like well, it just yeah, started yeah, getting like stop playing. Yeah, yeah. I just and I just kind of it just kind of fizzled for me. You know what I mean? Once That's they, fair. Yeah. you know, the currency and then like you couldn't upgrade your weapons until you found light, but like they never really told you like where to up- get light. Yeah, yeah. And so like some people stuck with it and figured it out. I was just like, oh, I don't have time for this, and I and I left. <laughs> yeah, understand. You know what I mean? Hey. So. So that's so that's that. I mean, that's that's your video game minute right there. A lot Boom. of good stuff this week. Bit of a slow week, but still some good stuff there. Absolutely, some great stuff there. Uh, we'll find out if uh, if this next thing is great stuff. We move on to the uh, the topic du jour. 
Yeah, just bring it. No, we're not joking. I said that. Right okay, now. sorry. All right, damn it. Yeah. All right, we got Iron Fist. Again, spoiler free to start Iron Fist, the latest in the Marvel Netflix world. It is the fourth and final Defender, and it's also the fifth season total uh, of Marvel Netflix shows. It was 13 episodes. It was released back in March, so we have given everybody time to watch it. Again, we start spoiler free. Ryan Davey, Iron Fist, did you like it? No. Okay. Uh, but 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 I will say, we'll say <laughs> but we tried. We tried. Yeah. And I will say I will say this too. And this is not going to be a situation where, you know, I come in, you know, my, my chili running hot, as we just said. That's great. And I just like that. rip this thing to pieces. We need to talk about the good things about it, which there are some good things about it. But yes. Richard, you and I both know we tried. Yes. With it. And we, we did. made excuses and we right. we said, Well, maybe and you know, there it just wasn't good. It wasn't good in the sense that that's what we we needed. Well, a couple of weeks ago, we went over, or no, like a month ago, like before it even came out, a few uh, critics reviewed it, and it was getting smashed on Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes, as it were. And we were saying, well, maybe that was just the first episode or whatever else. And everybody was saying, like, all the headlines were finally, or for the first time, a miss on Netflix because mm-hmm. we'd had two seasons of Daredevil, one of Jessica Jones, and one of Luke Cage. Which was probably the weakest of the four, but but it was still good. Oh, and yeah. then Iron Fist comes out, and nobody seemed to like it. I started watching it. We were talking with each other. We said, "That's eh, it's, it's a bit of a slow burn." Also, admittedly, neither one of us are huge Iron Fist fans. Not that we disliked them, but like I don't, I don't, I didn't read a lot. Of, I don't think I read any standalone Iron Fist. Any Iron Fist I saw, he was like thrown in with other characters at other times and right. things like that. So it wasn't like I can't wait to see this. Iron Fist is like, well, no, this is you're moving things along to get to the Defenders. And again, you know, comparing it to the other Netflix shows, it's nowhere near. No. And that's what I was going to say. Now. Like, this doesn't hold a candle to any of the other, you know, three or four properties. If you count the Punisher that they have. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Um, yeah. And what was great about those shows is that they were great stories and great dramas that actually had superheroes in them. Like yeah. Jessica, the story of Jessica Jones in that season. If you take, if Oof, you just uh, subtract, su- subtract the fact that she's a superhero, yeah, it's still good, right? If you sub- if you take, you know, Luke Cage out of the his unbreakable skin out of it, it's still a good show, yeah. And I feel like what they, what and that's exactly what this. You hit it right on the head. It's not bad. It's a miss. Yeah, they miss. They, if, they, if, they if that makes sense, it's not terrible. It's just that. The potential was there, and it was a huge swing and a miss. And what's frustrating about this, too, is for everybody who's who's watched this, and most of you listening to this have, have watched it, it's not like you missed on a two-hour movie. Like, it's 13 hours of content. Yeah. Like, that is that is a long slog for people to have to go through. And then you end up, if you already don't kind of like it, you end up not liking it even more because you've spent so much time on it. Right. Uh, and I, yeah, it's just, it's, just, it would tried so desperately to be like this drama with, yeah. a, you know, the same formula that the other shows had, but you, you sacrifice action for, and, and say like Jessica Jones, like there's not a ton of action, but there's a ton of drama. Yes, there is. And, and this, they try to do the same thing where there's not a ton of action with a complete, the guy is all action. Yeah. His name's Iron Fist. He's a kung fu master, for God's sakes, with an iron fist. And he doesn't fight. Well, what did you think of the fight scenes? Well, I'll get to that in a little. We'll get to that in a little bit. But they they were, I will say, right now, for the non-spoiler people, like yes. you're going to be very underwhelmed. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it because yeah. you look at not only the character, but then you compare that to some of the really memorable, like the Daredevil fight scene. Uh, He's had a couple of them, but you know the stairwell oh, yeah, scene, yeah. the Stair- hallway the stairwell, scene, which was yeah, like just unbelievable. The hallway was unbelievable. Yeah, just insane. Even even in Jessica Jones, when her and Luke Cage were fighting in in Luke Cage's bar, uh, in and yep. like the other, like there's been some really good stuff uh, throughout, and it was so that was a letdown. And we're, and, we're, and the and the point is, and like oh, we'll get actually we'll we'll get to it when we get to the the, the spoiler stuff, but I'll, I'll, say, I'll, I'll save it for now. I'll say we'll also do like a character breakdown, and that's also yep. where I ran into some issue. Like again, the the character of Iron Fist, I don't really care for either way. So like I could I could have been convinced 
right? Like when you go into a show where you don't really have an opinion, a strong opinion on a character, like Jessica Jones. Like I had read Alias and that was great, but like, I don't know, I didn't have like a connection to Jessica Jones. So watching that show, she could have either won me over or completely lost me and won me over. Like I, I love it and I can't wait for season two. And that's a great point. Like this, this whole thing, this introduction to this character that people might not be familiar with is a sales pitch. You have to yes, sell this yeah. guy as a defender, and they didn't. They didn't sell me on this at all. And as a matter of fact, I came out of this, and we'll talk more about this with the character breakdown. Yeah. I don't like this character. Yeah, and now I'm, I'm wondering, too, is it the character? Is it the actor? Is it the writing? Is it a combination of all of it? Like, we'll get into that uh, with more you know, things that, that happen throughout the series. But that was a big issue like Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, the actual character and actor in each one, like you really like, like they, they yeah. do a great job and you're like, I don't, I, I don't even, I wouldn't want to watch that casted with anybody else. Like, after, you know what I mean? Like after watching each one of those actors play that character, I'm like, I'm good. That That's, that's who that is. Yep. But as I'm watching Iron Fist, I'm like, and they couldn't have gotten somebody else. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm like I, I don't know if I like this guy. Um, Let's go with the, the hashtag dork scale, which again is one through six on the infinity stones, which I have also, I've convinced myself that I always grade things like a, a whole stone too high. Okay. Because I'm sure if you go back and listen to like, I think I probably gave Luke Cage like a five and that yep. that's probably a little high because like four feels like it's harsh, but that's probably more what Luke Cage was. Right. Right, because I'm trying to think. What did we? We just gave something a six. Oh, Logan. We gave Logan. We gave Logan a six. A six, and I, I stand by that. I I firmly stand by that. I stand by that one. But a lot of times I rate a little high. This one I've actually had more time because I was done last week with with Iron Fist, and I've had a little bit more time to think about it. And like I think it's probably a three, maybe a two. Yeah, I gave it a two. So I a two. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we we could even call it. We could split it right down the middle and say it's a, it's for. The, the, we can go halves and say it's a two and a half. Between the, the two of us, it's a two and a half. Hashtag and I would be completely comfortable with that. Gives it a two and a half. I don't think they'll put that on the Blu-ray box. No. <laughs> a two and a half out of six says hashtag dork. Because I remember giving, I think I gave Suicide Squad a three. Yeah, and see, I gave that a four. Yeah. And that's probably high. Yeah. Because we got to look at it that way and say, you know, a three out of six doesn't actually mean the movie's the biggest piece of shit. Like that, like you can give a one or a two. And then yeah. it makes the sixes look even better. And I think this is probably the lowest rated thing we've ever had. That we've done it. Yeah, because usually if something sucks, we're like, let's not even do an episode on it. But this we kind of have to, I feel like, because of. Thing. Yeah, and people want to know what we think. So right. we're very important. And so, and also, if we were doing the Rotten Tomatoes scale and we just had to basically give it a yes or a no, we'd both give it a no. Right? Yeah, but my, my, my review of that would be it would be a no. But it would be like, but you need, like, if you're into this stuff, you need to see it. Yeah, and I also think that fourteen uh, percent, or I don't know where Iron Fist is now on Rotten Tomatoes, but fourteen percent does feel low, like that. It's very, yeah, it, you know, if I were to give it a grade, if I were to like, you know, being a teacher, if I were to slap a grade on it, it would be like a D plus, C minus. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? It'd be like, yeah, like a D plus. All right, let Not, me, which is the lowest we've ever graded anything, you know. All right, let me look up Iron Fist now on Rotten Tomatoes. It looks like te- I think it's in the teens. Right? Yeah, it's up to seventeen. Yeah, but you know what's interesting is the uh, audience score. What do you think the audience score says? Like probably somewhere in like the fifties or something. Eighty. Come on. Eighty eight zero. Come on. So it's similar to like Batman v Superman. Remember how that huge gap between the critics and the audience. It's not that good. It's so no, it's not. Both of those scales are wrong. So, and I think well, I think, so use I think the people the people who liked it are really going to try to defend it. You know what I mean? So they're going to go out of their Ooh, way to drop but, a review on Rotten Tomatoes. Are they going to be a defender? I, I hope not. Of the, I, of the film? <laughs> oh, damn I hope not. <laughs> All right. Anything else spoiler free before we get to the spoilers? No, let's get into it. Let's get All right. Let's it. let's get into it. And I think as you said, you're you're coming in a little hot, which is good. But let's get this out of the way first. But like, if we did this last week, like you wouldn't have said a word on your own podcast. Like I would have just been <laughs> flying. Yeah, you so have, I did. You so Yeah. Like you, I've given it a week to kind of yeah, take a step back, and right. you know, we you gave me like this rough outline, and I actually went through. I had to like organize my thoughts. Okay, good. If if, That's nice. if we no, but like 
if we just said like, all right, what'd you think? I, I would have just just rambled for an hour and well, just been like, all right, you know what I mean? And that so, could have been good too. It could have been. There's there's um, a bunch of ways to skin a cat, as they say. Yeah, we'll just do. We'll do a standalone Davy podcast. <laughs> at some point. Davy rant. It's like a subsection yeah. of the Dork podcast. Just Davy rants. Yeah. At the end, it's like me telling you how many push-ups I can do in one. You know what I mean? Well, we could call it D- Davy Dark or Davy Davy in the Dark. Some, well, we need all, Arvon, some sort of. How about Arvon Dark? Arvon Dark. Arvon Dark. That would that would yeah. definitely work. Where he gets real yeah. nasty. He just gets yeah. real real sick. Um, all right, let's go with this one. What was good about Iron Fist? What was good about this? It was good to see that the Marvel. TV people. I almost said MCU, but the Marvel TV people. Yeah. The small screen Marvel. Yeah. They are taking a really they're being very careful with how they weave in characters, which I think is in this show it continues to be really well done. Yeah. Um when you have Hogarth and you have um even Gao at some point. Oh yeah, you, there's a lot of little Easter eggs. We'll get to some of those coming up. Yeah. Like Easter eggs and, and callbacks and all those things for sure. Yeah, and I think the one thing that kind of uh, the one bright spot that in this show for me is Rosario Dawson's character um, Claire. So we, yeah, we, the night nurse, the night nurse. Um, and I'll get into that when we do her character breakdown. But it's nice to see that they're still paying attention to the bigger picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yep. and when they wove those characters in and when Hogarth drops a little hint about this private detective that she used to use and she used to be really good until she started drinking. Yeah. Yeah. I think Joy, like, Joy says that. Yeah, that's great. And you're like, and you're like, okay, cool. Like that's, yep. I like that's that great. I, I like, like that. that. Yep. You know what I mean? Because it keeps, it keeps the people tethered to the fact that this is going to matter down the line. Right. It, it, it might stink now, but you, you need to be aware of this for what's coming. Yeah, and I'm a true believer in what's coming. Ooh, you know what I mean. I really think that the Defenders is going to be good, despite the fact that you know Iron Fist didn't do well. I'll tell you what, it's still going to be good. If the Defenders and the Avengers never overlap, I'm going to be pissed. They have to. I mean, they have to. They absolutely have to. It makes no sense if they don't. Because why else are you doing this, and why else are you creating them in this world where they reference it? Like yeah. if 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 you wanted to have it be its own standalone thing, you could have done that. You could have been like even, these are separate universes. Yeah, and even if the defenders show up for five seconds, that's all I in need. Infinity in an Infinity War, yeah. it makes the whole thing worth it. I think, and I've heard this somewhere else, but they were like, if the Avengers are out in you know with the Guardians of the Galaxy and they're fighting this this war in space, and then they're like, oh shit, like something's happening on Earth, and then they're like, oh no, we we got a group on it. Like that's all you need. Like the defenders, they they they'll take care of shit on Earth, and then or the Avengers... even just like specifically like New York. Yeah, like, like what's happening in New York? Like we got people there. Yeah, like good. We're we're all set. We we got a yeah. we got a crew there. Um, what I would say was good about Iron Fist. I really liked Colleen Wing. I was a huge fan of of her. And I'll tell you what, Ryan. Maybe maybe I'm smitten by her. I, yeah, yeah. I, I I thought she was easy on the eyes. I thought she was a great character. She she could kick my ass, which is something that I that I look for in a, in a lady. Um, she was great. I thought she was a good actress. I thought it was a good character. Um, in a in a show, and maybe it helped because there weren't a lot of good characters. So maybe she was just sort of propelled based off of that. But that was a character I didn't know really anything about going into this, and I thought she was really good. Um. But other than that, man, like, I don't know, as we're trying to spin positive, I, I agree with you on, you know, bringing Hogarth in and having that overlap and, and all that stuff. But you don't need 13 hours of no. programming just to be like, hey, we're also in this earth. Like, yeah, <laughs> no. 13 was way too much. Way too much. Way too much. It was yeah. just, it, it dragged. Yeah. It dra- and uh, again, we're going to, we're getting to this with the character breakdowns and stuff like that, but. One of the th- the biggest problems I have. Okay, look, we're getting into the hate part now. So yeah, let's move on. Let's, m- let's move, move on, on to why yeah. why it's got such a, a poor review. And and so the, I will say first again, there wasn't a single character who I was by the end of the show who I was rooting for. Like yeah. I was just done. Like you know yeah. what? Like you're annoying. Like I except for except for Claire Temple, who like kind Claire. of was holding the show together. But even at times. What made her character good? She got annoying. I and thought she got well. Yeah. She got annoyed, where she was like, she would 
she was I, I don't know if it was written this way on purpose or whatever but like these like ridiculous things were coming to light and you had Claire Temple's character yeah, she was saying a, to yeah. people like they're like this doesn't make any sense or like <laughs> what are you doing or like yeah. where does the what is the plan like she was actually like asking them like what the hell yeah like that's not a plan I think she said at one point <laughs> she's like that's not a you running in there is not a plan no it's not you, you know what I mean like yeah. and it was great to have her be like that that uh like that tether for me to be like, yeah, this is this is ridiculous. Yeah, right. How do you, right. How do you do something so ridiculous that one of your characters says this is ridiculous? Yeah, I mean, on the one hand, it's like good you have somebody calling it out, but maybe you shouldn't have put all that in there. Right. <laughs> maybe maybe you should have done a done a better job. Yeah, it's just you're right. Like you, if you take away the like the quote superhero aspect of the show, and it sucks. Yeah. And then, but even when you add the superhero aspect of it, it's like, well, you didn't use it well enough. Like or good enough? It just I don't know. I it was it was kind of all it was kind of all over the place. And then what did you think of the the ending? Like what was the like what 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 are we doing? What Not only that, but like we heard we heard all this like stuff about Kunlun and yeah. how it's one of these eight cities of blah blah blah, and how it's like this mystical place. And not once did we see it. No, and also his his origin, which is true to the comic book in many regards, uh, as he you know he fights this dragon. They like reference it and they show you like the dragon's eyes and then that's it like were they afraid that that was going to be too cartoonish or like because that probably could have been a pretty sweet scene right and and it probably would have been but like that again we have all these references to kunlun and why and he keeps talking about well i have to defend kunlun i have to defend kunlun from the hand and blah yeah. blah, blah yeah and it, you know it's like Get there why why do you have to defend kunlun like why is that important they never talk about it no they don't they don't go there except davos is like you, you should have been there actually you know what the more i think about it, the more upset i am about they they didn't show the dragon more because that's yeah. one of my big that's one of my big complaints in game of thrones which i love i love game of thrones and you know, it's it's really more nitpicks than complaints. But I'm like, I need more dragons. Like you're showing us dragons, and then you're taking the dragons away. What are the? Well, the, did you know that Jessica Henwick, who plays Colleen Wing, is one of the Sand Snakes? Did you know that? No, she. Oh, she was. She's one of the one. The one with the whip. She's also That's in uh, the Force Awakens. Is she? She was like a, a pilot. We're sleeping. We're we're getting caught napping here. Yeah. No, I know. We're we're, we're missing all this good stuff. So how about that? Yeah. So she's in Game of Thrones, Iron Fist, and Force Awakens. Yep. One of those is unlike the others, but your the whole point of this guy is is or this you know his origin is him fighting and conquering like a, a dragon, and you're like oh yeah, then that also happened. Like, don't get right. to that. Oh yeah, oh, did I tell you I beat up a dragon and that's how I got this thing on my chest? Well, they even like, re- no. then wasn't Claire's like well there there are no dragons. I'm like show it, like yeah. show, show it, Fine, please. You mean like like a kimono dragon? He's like no. <laughs> No. Show it. No, she was like Pete's dragon. And he's like, yeah. uh, I don't know anything about Pete's dragon. But that's, I mean, that's the thing that, that kind of pissed me off about this show, too. It was very tell, don't show. Like, you yeah. had to, when characters had to explain things to other characters. Yeah. Like, tell me why the two villains, two of the villains in the show. By the way, how many villains are in this show? Oh, my God. Like uh and none of them are, like, flushed out at all? And, like, the main one probably was unseen. Like, don't you get the sense that Gao... There's somebody above Gao. Oh, yeah, but, like, how does... Okay, so, speaking of Gao, like, how does she do, like, a force push, like, once? Holy on shit, Wing, great call. And they never, it never does it again. Great call. So, she does that, and you're like, oh, shit, you can't mess with her. And then when they get her again, they just, like, grab her. And she's like, okay. <laughs> like, and what I, and is then, happening? And then they're sitting there, like, she's tied up and talking about it, and she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm, like, 800 years old. And they're like, okay. And they're just, like, they just breeze past that. No, the, I'm telling yeah, that yeah, they don't explain that, but the, the force push, you're like, oh my god, she's like Darth Sidious. And then you're like, oh no, parent was that you, you that's it? Like you're that's like it. you're like a, you a help, bumblebee. <laughs> There's one bullet in that in that gun, like you, that's it. You sting once and then you're dead. Yeah. Like what 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 are we doing here? And then and like, she's just like patiently just sitting in a room. Yeah. You know? With no The other thing too, like there, that's and that's the other thing that I hated about this is the inconsistencies in the show. Oh, it's like, nonstop. You have like, what was the deal with Colleen going to this, like, underground fight club twice? Yep. For no reason. It's just to kick ass. And then never doing it again. Oh, real quick. Uh, I just remembered another uh, positive. The soundtrack. Soundtrack was great. Especially early on. Some of the early, like, when, when Colleen was, like, uh, in, like, and Danny were d- doing, like, different training things yep. or whatever. Like, so the soundtrack was good. I want to add that. But, yes, yeah, so back to the fight club. 
Okay. <laughs> like, why? Why you did doing? you even do that? And what is this whole thing? Okay, so here's here's another big hate for me right now. Yes. Yes. Embrace I am very. I am very. <laughs> let it flow. <laughs> yeah. I. I. am very sensitive to like. Asian isn't a culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like you can't have like I was. I remember having this conversation with somebody. Like I was freaking out when they made remade the Karate Kid. Oh. With Jackie Chan and like Jaden Smith or whatever. Yep. And people are like, why is it a big deal? I'm like, karate is Japanese. <laughs> Kung Fu, which is is Chinese. The movie takes place in China. It's not karate. It's Kung Fu. Like that's different. Right. Like that's just that's such an American thing where it's just like, oh, Asia. Yeah, Asia. Here you go. This show yep. took a lot of this show took a lot of heat for whitewashing. Yep. You know, so why wouldn't you be more careful? When talking about certain things, like here's here's a class. Okay, I'm going to explain this to you, and this is exactly how the show runs. For if you if you're if you're listening, ready? Yeah. You have a character named Colleen Wing, who is half Chinese, half Japanese. Yep. Right. Yep. She is taught self-defense by her grandfather, who is Japanese. She then goes and studies kung fu at with the hand, which is Chinese. Got it. Then she goes and runs a kendo school. All right, so so her whole education is through the hand, right? That's what it seems like, yes. Which is Chinese. She then, when it's when it's convenient for her character, abides by a strict code of Bushido, which is Japanese. <laughs> yeah, she yes. She then runs a school for kendo, which is Japanese. Okay. So, it, like, it's yeah, that's, not that's Asia, all it it, Like, you have to... You have to be more careful than that. Yeah, no, they. You know what they, I mean? They, yeah, right. And like, like it, it's like if you walked up to a a Japanese person and said like, "Oh, you're Chinese," and they said, "No, I'm Japanese," and you said, "Same thing." <laughs> like, that, like that person would be really upset. That's insane. Yeah, that's an insane thing to say. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not being out I'm not being outraged for the Asian American or the Asian culture, but like at the same time, like it's lazy. Yeah, it's right. Stupid. Right, it makes you. It takes every bit of credibility in your show away if you do something like that. Yeah, because if we're going to compliment you on all the details and tying in the universe and, and saying how you know the, the the PI and you know Hogarth and referencing, I think even Karen Page had an article and like all this stuff, and then you just dismiss something like that, which I don't know. It, I don't think it would take a whole lot of work to to figure that out. I also oh, and not only that, but like let's let's bring it to a real thing. Why is why is it okay for a person to just walk around with a sword? Oh, she's running around with a sword. She had a, how many people have you seen with a sword? I you tell you what, if I saw one, I'd go in the other direction, and I'd never see that person again. Yeah. If someone's running around the streets of New York with a sword, I'm going the other way. I wanted to get a sword. I was looking on Amazon the other day. Actually, this was a while ago. You know, I thought maybe I'd beef up home security a little bit, and <laughs> you can get a you can get a decent sword at a, at a fair price. Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to look up that separately. I'm actually really interested in that. I kind of want a sword, but what do you think? I'd have to be trained in it, or do you think I could just kind of wield it like a baseball bat? I think I think you don't. I think the um, it's like waving a gun around. Like if you, yeah, you might not be a very good shot, but the fact that you yeah. kind of, you might hit me, yeah, because you know I, what I mean, I've if you get a sword, you might swing it at me. Yeah, right. Or you're like Jesus Christ. Like at least it gives you like a few feet. Like you can't like so. Say there's like an intruder in your house. And my, yeah. my my wife doesn't want me to get a gun, but I don't. I think she might be okay with a sword. How about a blow uh, like blow darts with poison tips? Yeah, I think I could. Do, well, I think there might be some user error on my part, and I, that I think I could. I might get poisoned. Okay, <laughs> like might, I like stuck in. Yeah, I, like I honestly, I could see myself doing that, and it'd be a whole problem. Or I hit myself in the foot with it. Like I think. I mean, not that a sword would be super safe, but I think. That would be intimidating and maybe keep, you know, intruders at bay. Yeah, if you come out holding, like, maybe not like a samurai sword, but if you had, like, a big, like, two-handed claymore or something like that, like yes. a Braveheart sword. Yes, yes, like, Yeah, I would, I'm leaving your house. You're like, you know what, dude, you can keep your crap. Like, I'm not messing around. Because yeah. I don't think, I don't think nunchucks would do much. I don't think, uh, I don't think size would, because there's just no range. Yeah. It's shit no range, range on a, on a size. Speaking of no range, Richard. Yes. Danny Rand. How about uh, Danny Rand? 
No, let me uh, – I, I, two things real quick before – are you yeah. want to do the character breakdown? Is that what you're going to talk about? No, I wanted to what, – another thing that made me mad, but you go ahead. Okay, I had, a couple, I had a couple quick – no, it's, it's our, our show. I, I had right. a couple of quick things. Episode four, this was actual dialogue from the program between uh, Harold and Ward Meacham. He said uh, – one of them said to the other, what is the hand doing in Rand? And then the guy said, they showed up with their demands. <laughs> And I said, maybe they could play in the sand. <laughs> Wouldn't that be grand? On this fine new land. I was like, well, I think, that, that, so that, that was frustrating. I'm glad you went first because now I want to talk about the Meacham family. Oh, boy. You wasted hours of my time with those three. Yeah. And at the end of the series, they were inconsequential to the entire plot. Yeah. Well, the entire thing. Well, like if the if the Meacham family didn't exist, this would have still been the same story. No, not true. I mean, true. No, the father is the one who caused Danny's parents to die, and for him to be brought up by monks. But what difference does that make? Uh, well, okay, fair. Like, so you just need somebody else to kill his parents, then. Like, so his, but like at the end of the day, like he was involved in it, like he knew about it, but it was Gao and it was. Uh, the other idiot who they couldn't say another thing they couldn't say this character's name correctly. Bakudo. Uh, Bakudo. It was, was. Is it Bakuto or Bakudo? Uh, like they, they said it differently. Every character said the name differently, and that drove me batshit. And by the way, the guy named Bakudo, which is Japanese, is like Hispanic. Like, how does that happen? I don't want to get it. I'm, 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 I'm fired up now. Actually, I but, think I have a ruling on on the pronunciation. I'm dressed as Scotty or Scotty. That's it. We got it. We nailed it. <laughs> Scotty or Scotty? Bakudo or Bakudo? <laughs> yeah. You're like, what, what but is like it? Someone says Bakuto, which is the character's name, I guess. I looked it up. Bakuto. And every, but everyone says Bakudo with a D. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they all say it differently. Yeah, no, that's that's a, that's a mess. Also, and Bakudo, Japanese. <laughs> this thing. Well, we're not going to figure that out at any no. point. I also love there's a great scene where... Uh, Colleen Wing comes running into the hospital. She's looking for medicine, and she goes up to the girl who used to be in the hand, or no, still is in the hand. And she's like, I "Wearing need- a sword, wearing a sword, mind you." She, she got a sword in the hospital, and she says to the she, she says to the girl, "Like, I need medical support." <laughs> or no, she goes, "Can we speak in private?" And she goes, "Yes." They literally took a step to the left. It was like unbelievable. Like they couldn't have been in more of the same place. She's like, she's like, can we talk somewhere private? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Like the camera didn't even move. They just like <laughs> sidestepped to the left. And she's like, I need medical supplies. Like you couldn't have told her that right there. Why even yeah. put that line of dialogue in? You didn't need a, a private place. You had one. Unbelievable. But anyway, let's want to get into the character breakdown. Yes, let's get into it. All yeah. right, so. We'll go in order, probably of. Well, let's just start with Iron Fist because we okay. so we can spend the most time on him. So Danny Rand, Iron Fist, played by Finn Jones, who of course was uh, Loras Tyrell in uh, Game of Thrones. I think I'm sure he's a nice guy. I think he sucks. I think he's a terrible, terrible actor. I think some of it might be the dialogue. Well, a lot of it could be the dialogue. Yeah, I think yeah. And, but, and the character choices, the character choice for the writers, yeah, was so odd, because when he, when you see him again, like he's been gone for fifteen years, right, and he has grown up in a place that's full of warrior monks who have beat the crap out of him and made him who he is, and blah blah blah. And when he comes back, he's still like a little kid. You know what I mean? Like his whole persona. Well, he is in like, like certain things. Like I was, I couldn't. So he was gone for 15 years, correct? Yep. So he was gone when he was 10. So let's put that at uh, 2002. Yep. And then he came back in 2017 where he's 25. So in 2002, you know, I don't know how much experience he had with iPads and iPhones and like iMacs. And then he picks it up pretty quickly. Holy shit, did he pick it up quickly? Like next thing you know, he's like at these meetings and he's like going over, he's like on his iPad. Like think about it. if you came back, if you were plucked away for 15 years and you came back, like I think I got my first cell phone in 02 or 03 yep. and it was a flip phone which I think you could barely text on. So if I got dropped, if I was disappeared and I'm living with monks for 15 years and I came back and you showed me an iPad, I think my head would explode. 
And he, and he yeah, and he he casually mentions that like, oh, it's like on my tablet or on like yeah, you know his what's his name's tablet. I'm like, how the hell do you know what that is? Well, then he also tries to make some claim where he's like, remember he's like driving a car and he's like, oh yeah, like. I, I remember riding a car like on my dad's lap in the Hamptons. And you're like, you wouldn't remember how to drive and, that yeah. well. And not only that, the very next scene, he has an Aston Martin. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that wouldn't happen. I also noticed he did this thing. If you watch a lot of Will Forte, which I do because I love Will Forte, in like MacGruber or in Last Man on Earth, like if somebody says something to him, and this is going to be hard to explain on a podcast, but he has like a reaction where he's just like, <laughs> Like, he kind of, like, you know, like, you're like, yeah. oh, are you going to be able to, like, uh, meet me for lunch? You're like, meet you for lunch. <laughs> I'm sure I could. Or, you know, like, he kind of, like, sniffs. Yeah. He does that. He reacts that way to everything. Yeah. And you're I, like, I it, just... it works for Will Forte because it's, you know, for comedic effect. But this, he's not supposed to be funny. And he does that same little, like, sniff thing. And I'm like, I, that drove me nuts. And, like, how about... The fact that like he, it's like this ghetto, or sorry, that's the wrong word, but like this this JV like Bruce Wayne character. Yeah, well, there's so many of them. Is there? But like with the with the dead parents and like the rich, the company and like all this stuff. It's but, Oliver like, Queen. The, it's Bruce Wayne. Uh, sort of Tony Stark. Like all these guys with the dead parents and dead parents, yeah. and they they inherit like an uh, like a enterprise, and have been gone for some time, and then come back. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, it's the same. They, it's, yeah, they do the training. The trope, but at the same time, like, when you think of a character like Bruce Wayne, by the way, big up to Bruce Wayne for winning the bracket. That's big news. Yes. Good for you, Bruce. Hashtag yeah. Dork Madness. Uh, yep. Best movie was last year. It was The Dark Knight. This year, best character, Batman. So we, Batman's <laughs> running away with it. Somebody but, tweeted us. They were like, you guys should do a, uh, a video game one next year where Arkham whatever can win. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Maybe yeah. maybe it will. <laughs> um, definitely a one seed. But, yeah, yeah. But Bruce is lose, losing his parents in front of him is like a defining moment of who he is, and it's constant. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Danny Rand's loss of his parents is only like part of who he is when it's convenient for him. Yeah. When he needs something to be pissed about, like, oh yeah, I remember his parents died, and, he's, and he, even he's like, oh yeah, I remember that. Right. You know what I mean? So it's not like constant with him. It's just it comes and goes. Yeah. Which is. It, if that's who you are, that's your defining moment as a person, it should be more than just like, oh, yeah, my parents died. Oh, wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's- like an add-on. Yeah. Yeah. He. So anyway, he he underwhelmed. And again, maybe he's not Maybe he's not the worst actor, but it was just – No. And, I didn't and think like he did said, a great job. It, it's a – it's an odd choice. I mean, he's stuck in a tough position, like yeah. obviously, because yeah. he's trying to do service to the fans and he's trying to do a good job. And I'm like you said, I'm sure he's a great kid. They're just yeah. not for me. And how does he not know? He's been gone for 15 years and becomes the Iron Fist. Right? Yes, yes. Where you are the protector of Kunlun and you have to stand at the gate and make sure that the hand doesn't come in here. Yeah, that's him. How the fuck do you not know how your hand works? No idea. Like the bad guys have to tell him, yeah, what his what he can do. Yeah, you can just heal her, you know. He's like, what? He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, just like this. Like, how do you know that? Yeah, then he like loses it, then he gets it back, and that's never really explained completely. On, oh, like, it don't even get me started on the chi. With like, yeah, like oh, I runs out my cheese run down. Yeah, like, I need more chi. I need more chi. Like, well, put it in your goddamn cereal. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, what, how do you get more? And then, of course, the bad guy. Shows him how to get more chi. Yeah, he knew all about the chi. Like this, God damn it! All right, next. Yeah, I, I don't know. It seems like a like a waste. All right, so Colleen Wing. I already said I liked her. What do you think of Colleen Wing? Same thing. I mean, same thing with Danny Rand. Like she, she, you introduced to her, and she's running a kendo studio, but also knows kung fu yeah. and is both Japanese and Chinese. Which, whatever. And then uh, again, she lives by a very strict code of bushido. <laughs> no, I know. Okay, all right. Let's when move, it, <laughs> we'll move on. When, from it, Colleen when Wing. it's convenient. We'll you know what I mean? Her. Like, yeah. All right. So uh, we, I don't want to. I don't want to trash Colleen Wing. I, that's your girl. She will be in the Defenders as well. So maybe she can redeem herself in your eyes. Uh, figure it in out. The Defenders. Colleen. All right. Figure the, it out. The next character, Ward Meacham, is probably the the least likable character I've seen in a show in recent memory. Let me ask you though: terrible actor or terrible character or both? Both. Uh, no, no, no. I take it back. I take it back. There were some good moments where uh, I forget the dude's name, but he. There were some good Tom moments. Tom Pelfrey. With him. Tom Pelfrey. But even the character himself was he is everything I hate with like you know like elitist he he played he might have played it a little too well that's what well 
Yeah, I early on, like he kind of grew on you. Like by the end, like he, you're like right, you didn't annoy me as much. But early on, I was like, this guy, he's he's almost too much. Like you're saying, like a, like a caricature of what like a like an asshole, you know, prep school Ivy League turned, you know billionaire by the time with he's like, 30 with daddy issues with dad you know right I mean? with, with all the daddy issues in the world he he drove me nuts though for a while and at the time when they like he had to go to like rehab and he was like doing drugs and like all this stuff i remember saying yeah. i said out loud to my television just fucking die yeah no i know i was like i'm, I'm so sick of this guy did just not die. care anymore did yeah. not care anymore about him uh then his sister joy meacham who was played by jessica strope who was in um she was in the remake or like the the reboot of 90210 which I actually watched and she was uh Kelly and uh David Silver you remember their parents got together like in the yep. so then yep. they had a kid and she was the kid so she was like one of the links so she's like a half sister and half brother or whatever to both oh, of nice. them nice. um she was also in The Hills of Eyes 2 and she was in the pilot of uh True Blood so that's maybe where you've seen her. So I really like yeah. her, the actress, but sure. this character was just pretty I mean, I guess she did like she helped Danny at one point. Oh, that's another yeah. Oh my god, that's another big gripe I have. All right. Hit me. Let's Hit say me. let's say uh I disappeared for fifteen years. Yep. And then I came back to your front door and I was like, Hey Davey, it's me, Keith. And you'd be like, first you'd be stunned, you're like, I thought you were dead. And then I'd be like and and you, you might be like, I don't think it's you. Couldn't you like quickly ask me like a question that you would oh my know God, that it's I'm me? So, I'm so glad you brought this up because he brings up like six or seven things that only he would know. Right. And they're like, oh, you can look that up on the internet. No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. No, you could not look up what team you played on in, in six-year-old soccer. I'm sorry. That's not on the internet. I would, I would just ask you like, what characters did you use playing Tekken? That, that's funny. I was literally thinking the same thing when I was watching this. I'm like, I could solve that in two seconds. I'm like, who are your two Tekken three characters? Boom. And I, oh, here's the question I would ask you, and I still okay. want to see if it's you. I would still want to see if I'm talking to Rich Keefe right now. Okay, I have changed. What what song would you play on the on the stereo that you knew I hated? It was a band I liked, but a yeah. song I hated. What what song was it? And I would say System of a Down Spiders. You got it. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. You're Rich Keith. <laughs> yeah. Very, yeah. very simple. Very, very yeah. sure. That drove me nuts because that was like an episode or two of, of like, while he says he's Danny Rand, I'm like, son of a bitch. It was like four. Uh, maybe, okay, maybe it was four. I watched them all together. So, like, I watched them. Yeah, so, yeah. It was, like, it was like four episodes. So, you could shave that puppy down. Like, and that is so dumb. Day? And then finally, like, Danny took out the proud Evan Adams. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, she still wasn't sure. You're yeah. Like, like why? Who? What other psychopaths taking out all the brown M and M's? So anyway, yeah. so that bugged me about the Meachams. Uh, Harold, you know what? Harold Meacham, I didn't mind. I I liked I liked this guy, David Wenham, who played Faramir from the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, looks a little bit different, obviously here, but I actually liked him. Like you knew he was a bad guy throughout, even when he was trying to give you the old okie doke there. But he was. I I actually thought he was pretty good. And how about the like, they did the landfill from Beer Fest? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're like. <laughs> they kill him off and then immediately bring him back. Yeah, he's right, right back, and he's better and he's than like, ever. He's like, you know, uh, uh, why don't you why don't you call me Landfill too? <laughs> you know, so like it's like they never okay. killed the character. <laughs> okay, Landfill. They yeah. did the same thing. They did. They did. Like they're like, oh, he came back worse. It's like, no, he didn't. He was still like that big of an asshole. Now he's just smashing plates. <laughs> he's he's mean. They're like he comes back worse every time. Like, like hey, no, seems, seems he was same. mean the whole time. <laughs> he kind of sucked the whole time. And I like yeah. how you tweeted about how. Uh, when you're watching the first episode, you're like, oh, he has a heavy bag. He must be a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. And like, he didn't fist fight anybody. No. He, like, killed a guy. Or he killed a couple of guys. Yeah. But, yeah, he but, didn't. like, stabbed him. He yeah, didn't, like, like fist okay. fight him. But the other thing, too, is, like, uh, another, we're going back to the big gripes. How is Danny Rand the worst fighter in the mo- in the in the show? Yeah, he seems like he may have been. I mean, he won some fights. I did, like, I did, the the one fight that he had that I thought was pretty cool was the guy, like, the drunken fight. That was the best fight scene in the show. That the, was the best one. The guy with the and he looked just no. like Lay from Tekken when he does when he get him into the drunk yeah. stance. Yeah, he does like the hooked fist thing. It's awesome. And he's like yeah. he's like kind of leaning back and forth, and you don't know what he's doing. Like that that was good. We'll get into the next one. So the best fighter in the show, where he was next on our list, thankfully, was was Davos, Davos, the guy who should have been the Iron Fist, who wanted to. And I believe I was I was reading this earlier that uh, they say here he never got a crack. To be the Iron Fist, but I, I think in the comics he actually did fight the dragon, and he could not defeat the dragon. 
So yeah. he at least got a, a crack at it. Here they say he doesn't. But, yeah, Davos was a, was a pretty good fighter. He can go. And he, and he was like a – he's what I think Danny should have been, which is like, you know, very like, no, 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 we're like very focused. And yeah. Where Danny was just all over the place. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Bakudo, I like yeah, Davos. Bakudo and Gao, again, sort of you know two of the villains that were in this. Uh, you know, Gao we've seen, of course, in, in a couple of times over. Uh, she's She's back. Uh, Claire Temple, you already mentioned her. She's sort of tied all of these characters in together. Oh, time out. One more, one more thing. One yeah, more yeah. thing. Yeah. They, uh, Colleen Wing refers to Bakudo as sensei, Japanese. He <laughs> teaches kung fu, Chinese. Oh, my God. So I'm, just, I'm just, just throwing that out there. Terrible. No, thank you. Thank you for doing yeah. that. Uh, Jerry Hogarth. I always like Jerry Hogarth. She, of course, was in uh, Jessica Jones and in Daredevil. So she's back in this one. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss, good actress. So that was I good. love I love Carrie Ann Moss. She's great. So Hogarth's yeah. good. Claire Temple's good. Um, yeah. Those are the, anything else in any of the characters? No, I just you know we 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 talked about the gal force push and then never doing it again. That was maddening. That just, people people just look at her. She's like, I'm like 900 years old, and they're like, okay, lady, and I, like don't even explore it. I think not addressing the gal force push or her never doing it again. That and what we were just talking about, not knowing somebody or not believing it's somebody, even when they're telling you stuff that only they would know. That those are two of the right. biggest gripes. Oh, I drove, I drove, uh, I drove a car. With my dad. He immediately crashes Ward's car, and then yeah. the next scene has a brand-new Aston Martin that yeah. he can drive perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. So, somehow he got a driver's license, right? Uh, yeah, he did. Here's some of the uh, some of the uh, Easter eggs. that uh, Some of them we already hit on, but these are some that I just noted down. Um, somebody mentions the incident again, of course, from Avengers. Yeah. They say, oh, since the incident, more people think they're heroes. Um, one of the guys in the boardroom tells the Meachums that – uh, you've gotten more YouTube hits than the green guy. The little yep. nod to Hulk. Uh, Claire says "Sweet Christmas" a couple of times. Uh, yes, of course, she does. Luke Cage. Yep. Um, they mentioned there's a Danny Rand article written by Karen Page in the New York Bulletin. So a little shout out to Karen Page. Uh, Gal, Gal straight up mentions the devil from Hell's Kitchen and the man with unbreakable skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you already mentioned this one. Joy says that she used a PI who was quote worth every penny when she was sober. Obviously, Jessica Jones. And then there was a Stan Lee poster. It was like an NYPD poster with a picture of Stan Lee on it. Uh, and then once again, for DC or for Netflix MCU stuff, uh, this is the order. You had Daredevil Season 1, then Jessica Jones, then Daredevil 2, then Luke Cage, then uh, this one with Iron Fist. The Defenders, as we mentioned, is coming out in August. It's slated that Punisher is coming out later this year, which I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what that's what it says on Wikipedia. Now, is he going to show up in the Defenders at some point? He has to. He has to. I don't know if he'll technically be a Defender, but he has to be in there. And then they're already slated for Jessica Jones Season 2, Daredevil 3, and Luke Cage 2. So we'll we'll see about all that. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see about all that. I mean, hopefully, you know... We t- we take a step back at this point and say like okay we got to figure we and it's maybe it's good that defenders we we get a little bit more Danny Rand where he's like plays second fiddle to like some heavy hitters yeah so you don't get as much of him um, or maybe they can kind of straighten his shit out and be like look you know <laughs> you know what I mean this is this <laughs> is what you're gonna do and you're you terrible know, so. well then maybe uh, maybe he and Luke Cage. Like you mentioned this a while ago, like instead of a Luke Cage two and an Iron Fist two, because those guys did so much together in the comics, just make a Power Man and Iron Fist season and just combine yeah. the two, or like Heroes for Hire, whatever they called themselves. Yeah. yeah, like that'd be that'd be better. All right, are you ready to move on to the the next portion? Yeah, let's do it. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the podcast. Ryan, would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? You pl- please, please take it away. You know what I recently just saw finally is Get Out, the oh no way Jordan Peele horror movie. It was good. It was really good. It, I don't know. Like again, you know, you see that it was getting like a hundred percent, ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That that makes it that kind of props it up maybe a little higher than it should be. But I re- I really liked it, and I heard an interview that he did. I think with uh, it might have been on the nerd, it might have been Hardwick on the Nerdist podcast, and he was talking about uh, like Stepford Wives, what like the original Stepford Wives was like a motivation for him. There was definitely some of that uh, skeleton key, which kind of gets like ri- you know shit on. I I thought there was like a little hint of that as well. Um, it was cool. It was it was good, and like all the the acting was really good, and it was it's definitely worth seeing. So I recommend Get Out. Okay, uh, my pick of the podcast. I was going to bring this up earlier. Um... We are on, it's the season finale is coming up, but there's an HBO show uh, going on right now called Crashing 
um, starring Pete Holmes. Oh, who yeah. Is a, it was a very talented comedian and podcaster. I, I think he's really funny. Is Artie Lang um, in the show? Artie Lang. So the whole premise yeah. of the show, and what I found out, I did a little digging, because the show's the show's unbelievable, like what happens to this guy. Yeah. But it follows a comedian named Pete, um, and it turns out that it's autobiographical. Like, Ooh, Pete go. Holmes got his start. He was a raised an evangelical Christian, got married right after college, and his wife left him for another guy. Ooh. And that's how he, because he, he was, and he was trying to be a comedian, and it's, that was really weird. I just unplugged my phone, but <laughs> let it in post. We'll let that in post. So he, he gets, his wife basically is like, I'm seeing another guy, and like kicks him out of the house. So he winds up staying, like doing like open mics and staying with other comedians. Yeah. So like every week he stays with another comedian. Oh, okay. So like in the first episode, it's Artie Lang, and then it's TJ Miller and oh, Sarah nice. Silverman. So like he's staying with like, and they're like trying to give him advice, and they're just like, like as messed up as he is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it's great. It's really funny, and he's like this really nice guy. Who you, you're like genuinely happy for him when things go well for him. Yeah. But he's just trying to get advice from like the biggest scumbags. Right, in the exactly. World. Yeah, that, that is good. That's a good premise. I'll give that, yeah. a, give that a and shot. It, it's really good. And the season finale is next week. So if you're going to binge something, that sounds um, like one. I, yeah. That sounds like one you should, you should probably check out. And it's, it's a good bridge because with Silicon Valley coming back. Yep. Like this is this a, month, a good yeah. bridge. But yeah. So that's, it's, it's actually really good. So check that out. Awesome. Um, all right. Do you have, uh, does Black Panther have time to do some uh, oh. iTunes reviews? Oh, yes, he does. All right, um, perfect. So once again, let me just set this up first of all. Uh, for those of you that uh, are subscribed on the uh, iTunes, hashtag dork on iTunes, uh, first of all, thank you. Uh, but you can also give us a rating and a review. You can you, you do both of those at the same time. And then Black Panther joins us later on in the podcast, and he reads the reviews. It's quite a thing. And everybody is very uh, excited about this This. Uh, part of the podcast now so without further ado here's black panther reading hashtag dork itunes reviews good evening richard hello i am here to read some of the reviews oh that'd be great hashtag... <laughs> sorry <laughs> these are dark times i do not know what to do with myself since it's been back on itunes i've married rich become famous and and lost some weight hashtag dork will change your life well, that's pretty nice. That's really nice. That's really kind. Yeah. There aren't any new reviews, so I'm I'm, I'm kind of running thin. The Black Panther's running a little thin here. Come on, Black Panther. Well, right. you can go through. Scroll through some of them. I don't, you haven't done all of them. <laughs> this podcast is awesome. When they talk about is in a mile monologue in my head. All things geek. I love it. We are not geeks. No, we're dorks. It's right we're there, dorks. In, the, it's right there in the title. Yeah, it says that right in the title. I right mean, thanks, thanks for the review, but I mean, it, it, we're not geeks. We're not nerds. <laughs> or dorks there's a big difference after a long ado it is back great debates and content on everything I got made fun of for liking as a child <laughs> if you're a comic book or movies sci-fi or gamer this is a great listen that's really nice that's really nice that's a good one. what about you T'Challa if you were if you were going to leave like a review what? how would you describe the podcast I know, you, I know you've listened to some of it I am upset that you have not talked about me as much. Well, no, I know. I mean, you're getting your your own movie, I think, next year. But a great a, a the Black Panther mantle has been passed on from generation to generation. Well, no, I know. I think we know the story. But next year, I feel like well, maybe we'll have you on to discuss your movie. Like, have you guys have you have you begun filming yet? Would you like a spoiler? Uh, yeah, yeah. Spoiler warning here from from the movie. What do you got? Bucky Barnes is held in my refrigerator. No, that's not your refrigerator. That's first of all, that's barely a spoiler. We we all saw the end of the last movie we, of Civil War. We know that Bucky Barnes is staying with you. I have I have another spoiler. Okay, well, I don't know if that even was a spoiler, but what do you got? There is a famous black actor who is going what? to be in my movie. Oh, wait, come on! First of all. I don't know if that's a spoiler. Is it somebody? Basically, they've announced every black actor and actress in Hollywood right now is in this movie. Oh, so you've heard already? Yeah, it's been out there forever. Do you have anything? Do you have possibly any kind of detail that we don't know yet about this film? Yes, I doubt it. What do you got? My father in the movie. Okay, he's dead. 
Oh, he he arranged, arranged a marriage for me oh. that I was not happy with. So I traveled to New York to find my bride. And I go to the borough of Queens. No, this my is my best friend. No, this is coming to America, T'Challa. There's no way this is in the movie. That already happened. It was a great movie, and I feel like you're ripping you're ripping that off. And it happens. It just so happens that my girlfriend finds out who I am by seeing my face on a dollar bill no, from Wakanda. No, that is legitimately from coming to America. Let me I guess. Let me guess. McDonald's. No, hold on. Let me guess. There's there's a big barbershop argument about boxing in this. Have you seen my movie? No, I've not. I've seen Coming to America, though. That is, that's my father, just my yeah. father is pushed off a cliff. Yeah, and is trampled by a herd of wildebeest. No, that's Lion King. That's definitely Lion King. I appreciate you moving off from Coming to America, but that's also a movie. I guess an African movie, technically. So I guess you're and both. Both times, yeah. my father is James Earl Jones. Yeah, no, that's. <laughs> That's, that's true. Just just, <laughs> just like uh, Anakin Skywalker. Or no, I'm sorry, Luke Skywalker. Yes. Uh, that's great, T'Challa. We'll definitely have to have you on again in the future here. You gave us nothing, and you sort of mentioned a couple of other movies that aren't yours, but that's fine. That's fine. I think, I think we need more reviews for me to read. It is getting a bit stale. <laughs> we definitely need more reviews. You don't want to come across as begging, though, for the review. No, you don't, but... Go and see my movie. It is star- It's not out. <laughs> starring- it, no, it, Arsenio Hall plays my friend. No, he's. That's not. You're not. That's not the right movie. But thank you. Sure. <laughs> yes, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm fairly sure that that movie came out in the '80s. We might it- have to do some issues. <laughs> Uh, we've all seen it at this point. I play, you know I, play, I play four or five characters in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is... <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. You play one character. <laughs> I see. <laughs> you imagine? You play those characters? I want to, yeah, do Black Panther as uh, the lead singer of Sexual Chocolate, I Randy thought, Watson. <laughs> I thought you were gonna put him. I thought you were gonna put him in the clumps. <laughs> I, was wait, I was waiting for that. For you to be like he is a professor. <laughs> my do- my baby is a little Hercules. <laughs> Like, no, god damn it. That's not your professor. Her- Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> oh. Uh, how about it? That's just that's a that's a fun time. That's a good time. That's how we are we're gonna close out this episode of hashtag dork. So uh you know, you, you show up for Iron Fist, but you stay for Black Panther. And that's how we keep the MCU rolling. Maybe at some point Black Panther and Iron Fist will actually talk to each other. That could be a real oh, conversation. Yeah, we could work that out. I think we could like we'll, like conference them in. I need to find a guy. I need to find a character that I can do because we can't have Black Panther talk to Susan Waldman. That's not going to help anybody. We'll, we'll figure oh, something. We out. could. We, we could do that. Yep. Uh, you can check us out on the Twitter at Dork Podcast. You can email us dorkpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, another way to stream it besides iTunes and Google Play is weei dot com slash dork. Uh, and where can the fine folks follow you, Ryan? Well, you can follow me at Arvon D on Twitter, Twitch, uh, wherever else. Just look for that, and you'll find me somewhere. All right. Sounds good. Anything else? God bless. Okay. God bless. We'll talk to you next week where we talk Legion Season 1. We'll talk to you then.